Welcome to the Layman's Homily Podcast. I'm Tony D'Arienzo. In this week's episode, we'll be talking about the Holy Spirit. What, or rather, who is the Holy Spirit? Where do we see him in Scripture? And how do we live out the gifts of the Spirit? All this and more on Layman's Homily. Welcome back to the podcast. As always, we have a packed show for you, so let's dive right in. So first, we want to start off by defining, by figuring out who is the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is the third divine person of the Blessed Trinity. So the Blessed Trinity, for those of you who may not be familiar, is the mystery that explains that God is three divine persons with sharing one divine nature. And those persons are the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It's a complex topic, which is why we call it a mystery, and we can get into that on a later episode of Layman's Homily, but for now, that's that's all the depth that I'm going to go into on that. All that we need to know for this episode is that the Holy Spirit is the third divine person of the Blessed Trinity along with the Father and the Son. So the Holy Spirit is the giver of life. He is the sanctifier. And he is the inspiration for sacred scripture. So he breathes life into us. He breathes life into all things, um, but especially humans. Um, And he's the sanctifier. He, you know, makes us holy. And he's the inspiration for sacred scripture in that he communicates the word of God in the writings of the writers of sacred scripture. So speaking of scripture, where do we see the Holy Spirit at work in scripture? Well, we can look to the very beginning of scripture, like the first couple of verses of Genesis, where it says that the spirit of God hovered over the waters. So the Spirit is present before the world was made, um, when the earth was formless. He's there, like being that creative force. Um, when God creates, the Spirit is the one that you know creates. Um, then just a few chapters later, or well, one chapter later, um, when uh, God creates Adam, God breathes into Adam the breath of life. And the Latin word for to breathe, breathe, is spirare. It's where we get the word respirate and also the word spirit. So God breathes into Adam the Holy Spirit, right? He, Adam has the spirit dwelling within him. Um... So then moving on throughout uh, the Old Testament, we see an example of um, in King David. So when David is anointed as king, the, the scripture says that the spirit of God rushed upon him. And then in the New Testament, we see um, Elizabeth, when she says to Mary, blessed are you among women, 
in the story of the visitation, which we talked about in the last episode, um, we see that Elizabeth is filled with the Holy Spirit when she makes this proclamation, this, pro- this prophecy. And then when we get to Jesus, so when Jesus is baptized, the Spirit descends upon the waters of the Jordan like a dove. And then after the resurrection, we see that Jesus breathes. So there's that word, breathes, respirates, putting in like spiro, spirare, breathing in the spirit. So Jesus breathes on the apostles post-resurrection when he gives them the authority to forgive sins. So a priestly authority. So these three offices, priest, prophet, king, we're going to get into those in just one second. But before we do, um, I want to talk about one last thing, um, which is the feast we're celebrating today. Because the Spirit comes upon the apostles at Pentecost as a driving wind and in tongues of fire. So right as the apostles are about to go out and preach the good news, the Spirit comes upon them and enables them to do so. And so getting back to, getting back to these pre, this priest, prophet, king, these three missions, which were all given at our baptism, uh, the Spirit comes upon us to you know, got to confirm us in our mission, right? The key, so the key takeaway, I think, from the, from these scriptures, scripture passages, is that the Spirit comes upon the heroes of Scripture when God gives them their mission, right? So David is anointed as king. That's his mission. The Spirit comes upon him. Elizabeth, you know, she's about to give this prophetic praise of Mary, the Spirit comes upon her. And then the apostles, as they're about to embark on their priestly ministry, Jesus breathes on them. And then the Spirit comes upon them at Pentecost. Right? So these three offices, um, in a particular way, um, these these missions that that have been given to these people by God, um, the Spirit comes upon them um, to, to, you know, confirm that their mission and to be their guide. Um, and the same is true for us, right? The spirit is our guide for our mission. Everyone, everyone has a unique mission because everyone is unique, but no matter the mission to which God has called you, the Holy spirit is your guide. And so how, how does the Holy spirit help us? What, um, what are the gifts of the Holy Spirit? So there are seven, which we receive at our baptism, but are strengthened when we receive the sacrament of confirmation. Um, and so these, these are sevenfold. So these are gifts are wisdom, understanding, knowledge, counsel, fortitude, piety, and the fear of the Lord. And so I'll exp- go into these a little bit uh, here. Um, so wisdom is the ability to see things as God sees things. Um, understanding is perceiving divine truths. Knowledge is judging rightly in matters of faith and morals. Counsel 
is the ability to be able to be directed by God on the way, on the path of salvation. Fortitude is the courage to do the good and avoid evil. Piety is the ability to give to all, God most especially, what they are due. It's kind of similar to the virtue of justice, which we might get into in a later episode, but for right now, piety. And then last but not least, fear of the Lord, which is not a servile fear, not being afraid of God in a, you know, I don't want to get punished, but more of a reverential fear, like, God, you're so great, I'm not. I'm so much smaller than you. Like, why am I worthy of you? Like, that sort of reverence. Um, And so, how can we live these out? Um, Well, they're given to us by the Holy Spirit. So, the best way to live them out is to pray for an increase in these gifts. Right? Like, I did that at Mass today. Like, God... Holy Spirit, increase these gifts, increase your gifts within me. Um, that's, I think, the best way. Um, another way is, again, to look to the saints for uh, examples of how they lived out these gifts um, and to model our lives after theirs. And with that, we're going to transition to the Cloud of Witnesses segment where we talk about the saints' upcoming um, in the upcoming weeks. So again, I'm going to be out of town, um, next week. So no podcasts for next week. So we'll get, jump ahead a couple weeks to see some saints that are coming up for those weeks. Um, and so this week or well, next week, June 11th, we have St. Barnabas, whose name means son of encouragement. Um, not really much, too much is known about him except for what he does within the Acts of the Apostles and um, when St. Paul talks about him on, in his letters um, because he did accompany St. Paul on several of his missionary journeys. He's actually a cousin of St. Mark the Evangelist um, and he's the patron of Cyprus. Um, so the big, the big takeaway from him though is you know, his name means son of encouragement. And so is there someone in your life who encourages you to live virtuously? Is there someone in your life who encourages you to live virtuously? And if there isn't, then you should look for, look for that. Because we all need, we all need people to encourage us to live, to live the Christian life, to live life well. And then the other saint that we're going to look at for this week is St. Anthony, with whom I uh, like especially because uh, he, he's my namesake. So uh, June, and he's celebrated on June 13th. Um, so he was born in Lisbon, Portugal, um, not Padua, as many people might think. And he wasn't actually born as Anthony. Um, He was born as Fernando. Um, He joined the Augustinian order at 15 years old. Um, But then he became a Franciscan in order to go to Morocco and die as a martyr. 
um, and he took the name, it's that point that he took the name Anthony. And then, but on the way to Morocco, he got sick and, you know, he needed to return home to heal. Um, but he never made it back um, because st there are storms that drove the ship to Sicily. And it's there that he, you know, heals and then he becomes a public preacher and, and really takes, takes off. Um, and his mission, in his mission that God had given him, um, yeah, he lives a life of public preaching and poverty in northern Italy and France. But the place that he loved most was Padua, Italy, and he died near there in the year 1231 at the age of 36 years old. Um, so two two fun stories here. Um, he was the he's the patron of finding lost things, right? That's what he's most known for, um, and that's because he had lost a psalter, which is like a book of psalms, um, but it was actually stolen by a novice, and he prayed uh, to find that psalter, and the novice who had stolen it was moved, at, like as Anthony was praying. Um, the novice, that novice was moved um, to return the Psalter back to uh, St. Anthony. And oftentimes St. Anthony is depicted holding the child of Jesus. Um, and that's because Jesus had appeared to him as an infant um, one night while the saint was praying. Um, which is pretty remarkable. Um, and but the key, I think the key takeaway from St. Anthony's story is that sometimes the mission God calls us for is not the one we want to take, even if the one we want is good, right? He wanted to die, go to die as a martyr, which is a good thing. I mean, not what everybody wants to do, but he wanted to, and it's a good thing. Um, but that's not the plan. That's not what God wanted for him. Um, so, you know, sometimes we need to, we need to make sure really, like, really pray, like, is the mission that we want to take, like, is, even if it's good, is that what God wants for us? And so that'll wrap up the uh, Cloud of Witnesses segment. And now we'll move into the Lyrical Lift segment, where we go into a secular song and see how the lyrics apply to spiritual life. And so this week's song is My My Universe by Coldplay featuring BTS. Um, the chorus goes something like this. You, you are my universe, and I just want to put you first. And this is how we need to approach God. Oftentimes we put something or someone else first as the center of our universe. We need to take some time to reflect and really think about what or whom we're placing at the center of our lives. If it's not God, then what do we need to change so that it is God? And that's the thought I'll leave you with to close out this episode, right? If it's not God, if it's not God at the center, then what do we need to change so that God is at the center? 
So that's the thought I'll leave you with to close out this episode. But a few final things before we wrap up. First, if you like what you heard, or even if you didn't, please subscribe to this podcast and leave a five-star review. This will help us reach more people and get the good news out to a world which desperately needs to hear it. Secondly, we want to hear from you, dear listeners. If you have questions about anything we've discussed on this episode, previous episodes, or anything in general, please send them via email to laymanshomily at gmail.com. That's L-A-Y-M-A-N-S-H-O-M-I-L-Y at gmail.com. And finally, please pray for us and know that we are praying for you through the intercession of the patron of this podcast, St. Joseph. God bless you this week, and we look forward to speaking to you all in two weeks. This has been the Layman's Homily. Thank you.